Hello, this is Timmy Black, and welcome again to another episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists. I've only been to Texas once. My visit was occasioned by a rare invitation by one of North Texas's esteemed university art departments in order to fulfill a week's worth of responsibilities as a visiting artist. I was expected to deliver a lecture on my work, participate in several panel discussions, and offer critiques to painters and sculptors in the graduate school. Upon my arrival, I was received by one of the tenured professors who made it no secret that he would have preferred to have taken the day off to play golf. This professor, whose name, out of respect and discretion, shall for now remain encoded in an acrostic found in the text version of this podcast, was the embodiment of the medieval church a throwback to the Inquisition with an exquisite talent for strident intolerance and conversational cruelty. What amused me most was his taste, or more precisely, its absence. His work had the grace of a Bolshevik manifesto. The work he admired most in others was a vague hybrid of Pompier and Pop and he expressed these tastes with the charm of a dying animal. The one thing I did like about him was that I was told by his colleagues that he slept each night with a dagger under his pillow. Perhaps I'm being unfair. You see, The atmosphere around the entire region surrounding the university was suffocating with a smug, almost joyful sense of boredom. Mile after flat mile of architectural transgression boiled in a fetid broth of humid autumn air. The utter emptiness of the city and its suburbs was a poison eulogy to all things natural and beautiful. Needless to say, I haven't been invited back. But the trip was not a total loss. Among the graduate students was a moderately talented young woman who struck me as particularly driven and as such glaringly out of place. Her name was Dahlia Danton who, for whatever obscure reason, insists that her last name be pronounced with a French inflection. For those of you familiar with the Los Angeles art scene, Danton is clearly no stranger. A fixture at any event worth attending, Dahlia is as politically savvy as an NRA lobbyist. She knows and pretends to admire everyone. There's a legend surrounding Dahlia's success, and it goes something like this. Six months before receiving her master's degree, Dahlia had an unexpected visitor to her studio, the one she shared with three of her classmates. Dressed in an immaculately tailored dusky gray senza greggi suit 
and distractedly switching romance languages into his slim cell phone, the Austrian art dealer Vico Pater was chaperoned in by Dr. Marvin Goldstein, acting chairman of the university's alumni association. Apparently, Pater had seen her work in a small group show held downtown in a one-car garage doubling as an alternative gallery. He said he was struck by the ferocity of her ideas. But Danton suspects that he might have been more struck by the lavender chiffon maxi sarong with the silver ankle strap kitten heels she wore to the opening. Of course, any self-respecting graduate program offers sound practical guidance on career building. A few months later, Potter invited Danton to exhibit her small ceramic vaping pipes in his booth at the Bucharest Coconut Grove Art Fair in Madrid. And from there, an art star was hatched. We'll learn more about Dahlia's career and how she's been able to turn the poverty of her imagination into an asset on our next episode of The Lives of Contemporary Artists.